There we go. Hopefully the microphone is on at this stage. Check my microphone. I have. No, I'm okay. Screen share. Screen share this. Thank you. So is your website uh, turtle slow or, or cheetah speed fast? And it is a question because website speed does matter. And oftentimes I'm asked though, why do I need a website when I can use social networks and Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and all these people and I can run my business perfectly fine on that. Then I say, yes, why would you need to have a website when you have all these other things? Because there is lots to around a website where you have to do, but it's just want you to be aware of what you're doing on Facebook or, or Instagram and all these other areas, social networks is you're renting the space there. It's not yours to own. You have to abide by their rules. And so that's really, there's a lease that's associated with the lease is called the terms of service. And furthermore, it's uh, a connotation is that it's a sharecropping that you're helping them create wealth by giving them data uh, that they can use to sell to advertisers to target, uh, target you for advertisements. And so in the adage, old ad, the adage applies very reasonably and readily that if you're not paying for it, you're the product. And the flip side of this, if you don't have a website is you have to ask the question, answer the question, is this a hobby that you have between one nine to five gig and the next nine to five gig, or are you actually running a business? Quick drink of water there. And are you serious about this? Or is this just a temporary gig that you're doing? And there is a special case, which, which is if you're just starting up your business, that you don't have to have a full-fledged website in order to, to be online and, and available. You need to get hosting and a simple package, put up one page, which says, uh, welcome to, I'm uh, website launching in X in timeframe, quarter four, quarter one, quarter three, whatever, um, here's a contact us page and then link to your social profiles. That would be the, <clears throat> the right way to go about um, not having a website, but getting going with that. And it offers lots of things. It shows that is your corner of the internet. Um, look, I'm real, just haven't got it going yet, but here I am. So why does speed matter for a website? Well, it's expectations, really. People expect to have things instantly. It's not, a, yes, it's instant gratification, but people expect things to happen quickly. If you go, the majority of people go on to social networks and Amazon and eBay and Google and news sites and Bing, and they expect things to happen at a certain speed. And if your website is not within that expectations, then there's going to be a dissatisfaction because, hey, this website doesn't load that fast. And why speed matters? Well, for sales, seriously, naturally, we're all trying to make sales to make our business work. And, and if people have to wait for a long time, then they might get impatient, more than likely get impatient. And impatient equals oftentimes leads to frustration, frustration to disillusion. Disillusionment equals people leave your website and go to your competitor and buy their stuff instead of yours, which, uh, which is what you're trying to achieve and what I want you to help with. So, and I was also why speed matters, just think about the user experience. Here's a simple user experience. It's not online, it's offline. It's my grocery store, yeah? You've been in a grocery store. If you go into a grocery store, what's the worst, for me, what's the, what's the worst part about a grocery store is when you gather all your goodies and you're, they're in their shopping basket and then you have to go to the checkout and then you ended up just waiting and waiting 
and waiting until the person and the three or four people in the queue ahead of you unloads, puts on the belt, does all those things. That just takes forever and, and it's just a waste of time. And does that mean I get to buy the crisps and the chocolate bars? What? No, I don't. It's just a waste of my time. So fortunately, my local grocery store has um, has in, brought in these little handheld scanners where you scan your loyalty card and then you get this handheld scanner. So every time you grab your milk or your butter, your cheese, you scan it, put it into the shopping bag. You get up to the special till, you scan this thing. Yes, everything is there. Pay, away you go. It's reduced my stress and enjoy, increased my enjoyment factor tremendously. So that's my user experience has been increased. And it's no different for you and your website. If you can increase the user experience, improve the user experience for people, then they're going to stay. They'll buy from you and do more on your website. And furthermore, the simple question is why speed matters? You want people to wait? I hope you're not wanting them just to wait for no reason at all. So how do you determine if your website is cheetah fast or turtle slow? Well, there's obviously tools to make all that happen, believe it or not. You don't have to download any apps to your phone at all. Um, you should be doing this on your um, on your desktop or your laptop. GT Metrics is one. Uh, Tools.pingdom.com, webpagetest.org are another one. Um, and the best one that I like to use is Google PageSpeed Insights. And it is just that. If you type in Google PageSpeed Insights, you will get to the place where that has it. Um, and it's the standard in web performance metrics. There's another tool from Google, it's called Lighthouse. Um, and it tests not only the page speed, which Google PageSpeed Insight does, but it, it tests your SEO and your accessibility and other kinds of things on your website. Um, and so which one do you use? I use the Google PageSpeed Insight because Ping GT Metrics uses a Lighthouse, Tools.Pingdom uses Lighthouse, um, so I just prefer to go to the main source. And so it is, yeah, it's a little bit techy, but learning, running your business has to sometimes be a little bit, you have to learn a few things. So there's two sides of this. I'll get into the field versus lab, lab data, and there's a lot of information on it. So what does it look like when you go to PageSpeed Insights and you load up your website? So here's Evocative Media, and they've loaded up their website. And unfortunately, the um, I see I'm cutting off. Wow. I'm, oh, there it is. That, that's a little better. Um, evocative Media, their speed is 18. Um, and as you can see right below their name is 0 to 49 is red, 90 to 100 is green. And this is lab data, which is okay. And the largest thing, the uh, items of very most interest is the bottom left where it says the large contentful paint with the little blue uh, ribbon there. And that's 20 seconds. It takes 20 seconds for the mobile to load onto the page, onto your screen. And that's what the large contentful paint is. And then the time to interactive is how long does that website take before you can start interacting with it? And that's 26.4 seconds. And round that up, that's 30 seconds. It takes 30 seconds for that website to actually get to the point where you can actually scroll, hit a menu or do something like that. Let's look at another website. Uh, here's another one, uh, not necessarily better. Um, it's in the same category. Same situation. Here's a third one, certainly faster. It's in the yellows now, um, but it's in the yellows. 
and actually six seconds for the large contentful paint, that's not bad. And eight seconds for the time to interactive, that's not bad, but it's still failing this thing called core web vitals, which is the little blue ribbon you see on the number red number two and red number three. And then it's noted on number one that, <clears throat> excuse me, Google has come up with something called the web core vitals, which is some minimum standards that a website should uh, achieve for things. And uh, the large contentful paint, the cumulative layout shift and, and something and a few others are what constitutes the core web vitals. I'm taking a drink of water here. So excuse me if you hear. And this website uh, passes the cumulative layout shift, but does not pass the large contentful paint. I believe it's 2.5 or 2.8 seconds uh, to load is that. So this one also is another example. And here's the final example. And this is uh, actually of my website. Um, I don't have massive amounts of traffic. I don't know what the threshold is to get field data, but I don't have it at the moment. Um, but nevertheless, this is true data. This is uh, 2.1 seconds to load. This is my homepage. You can go check it out. And the time to interact of 3.9 seconds um, in order for you to interact with the homepage. Uh, other pages are a little bit faster and a CLS is zero. So when is speed important? Uh, you know, that's a very good question. Always, it's always important. It's never not important, let's put it that way. So when is speed important? Important mostly on mobile because most people do things on the internet on mobile, less important with desktop and tablet. So which websites are the fastest one? If you were to go build, I'd do it in WordPress, obviously, because that's the easiest and the most widely, but there's other options available. Some you've never heard of, probably Drupal and Joomla, but there's Wix and Squarespace and Squarespace. You've heard of Shopify, Weebly. So, but if you just look at the market here, WordPress has 40% of all word websites in the world, 40% all in the world are running WordPress. So they're not just a blogging platform. I think the New York Times runs a WordPress website. And for the content management systems, it is um, WordPress that has the majority of the two thirds of that market. Uh, so it's certainly there a player. Um, but what makes a website fast? Well, it's some of the stuff that's underneath the hood and inside the engine of a website. It's the hosting, is things called themes. And yeah, it's not so much the words on the page, yeah, it's images and it is videos, absolutely, because those are oftentimes large and it takes a long time to load them. But it's other things that um, is on the backside of the, on the underside of, under the hood of, of a website that are causing all this to be, to be slow. Well, so let, let's goes on to the next question. How do you improve the speed of a website? Well, let's go back to this evocativemedia.com here and we'll scroll down to the, middle or the bottom of the page. And you will see that actually Google tells you exactly what it is. So you see that the, these, the, the times here, but they'll tell you exactly what to do. Serve images and extra, reduce that, reduce this, reduce this, eliminate that, defer that, proper size images, minimify JavaScript. Yes, perhaps a lot of that is Greek to you and that's okay that it's Greek. The point being is that they tell you exactly, Google tells you exactly what you need to do in order to improve the speed. So if you see on the right column, those are seconds. So six plus, you know, four plus three and a half plus three and a half plus three and a half, that equals 20 seconds. And that's the large contentful paint there, right? So what's that six and 
uh, 12 is 18 seconds. Yeah, so there we go. 18 out of 20 seconds can be if you improve those things that improves your load time. And all of a sudden you're from turtle slow to um, sheet of fast. So why does speed matter? Well, let's try it with a word, for example, using a WordPress because I'm quite comfortable and familiar with it. So the, here's the thing to do with your WordPress website or your any other website that you have, create a new page or a new post if, if you have blog posts. Oh, my apologies there. That's what running a home office is about. When the phone rings, you have to kind of work through this thing, but there we go. So that was kind of unexpected, but there we go. That's real live video and audio when the telephone rings. Uh, oftentimes it's just a scammer that rings. It's not anybody that's phoning because nobody phones a landline, do they? But we do have one. Uh, the baseline is this. Take one of your, create a new page or new blog post and publish it run it through uh, the PageSpeed Insight using the incognito mode of Chrome browser and see what the number comes up with. If it comes up at 80 or comes up at 70 or 50 or worse, or if it comes at 90, that is the fastest you will get that web page to load. You put any words on that page, text is not much. You put any images, you put any videos, it will slow down that page. So that is the baseline. If you, so testing it, it comes up to 50, then you know that there's something going on with your website that is limiting the speed of your website. And it could be the different plugins. It could be your theme. It could be your hosting. There's so many different things, but it is possible to solve it. Um, and like, and it is these things, it's images, the various plugins and themes and your hosting, which is creating, causing the speed to be very slow. So what happens if you ignore your speed? <laughs> well, it's a downward spiral. Things just go downhill. You get less traffic and you get less signups, you get less phone calls, you get less sales, you eventually get left behind. And that's a vicious downward spiral circle, which you treadmill that you don't want to be going on because that is just a negative situation. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Why is web speed website speed important. I'm Urban Renstrom from urbanrenstrom.com.